0: Hello, I'm Jerry Stewart with all the sports going on the big games like the Super Bowl, the Olympics, all the worldwide sports. It seems crazy to me that so many people would get so worked up about a game. What I'm about to tell you is a story of a game a football game, a true story. And when you've heard the story no many how many times you listen back to this video, no matter how many times you've watched the video, no matter how many times you think about the circumstance, no matter how many big sports fans you know, no matter how big of a sports fan you may be, I can assure you that the story I'm about to give you now is unlike any story you've heard before. And it is about so much more than just another football story. (laughs) So hold on to your hat as I give you the story of Wrong Way Regals. The year was 1929. It was New Year's Day, and the big game at the Rose Bowl that year was the University of California Bears against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. That day, starting at center for the California Bears, was junior Roy Regals. Now, midway during the second quarter, Georgia Tech fumbled the ball, and Regals picked it up. But unbelievably, he somehow got turned around and he began to run the wrong way toward his own goal well regal ran for 65 yards the wrong way and as he ran for what he thought would be a great score and the greatest single play of his life his quarterback benny Lom ran behind him screaming as loud as he could roy stop Roy stop but the crowd was so loud that Regals could not hear him and then at the last moment before Regals crossed his own goal line Lom tackled him bringing him down on the three-yard line Roy could not believe what Lom had just done he had stopped him from making a big score for his team and then he realized he had just run the wrong way and as he stood there near the end zone looking up at the crowd he could see their faces hear their laughter and their mockery he had just run the wrong way later Regals explained that when he had recovered the fumble he had been hit somehow he got all turned around and that somehow in all of the excitement he never knew he was running the wrong way. And to make matters even worse for Regals, on the very next play, his team tried to kick out of the end zone, but the kick was blocked, and Georgia Tech scored a safety, giving that team, their team, a two-point lead. At halftime, Roy Regals told his coach he could not go back on the field. His coach, Nibs Price, tried to encourage Regals but Regals kept saying, Coach, I can't do it. I've ruined you. I've ruined me. I've ruined our team and the University of California. I can't face the crowd again to save my life. Finally, Coach Nims did convince Regals to go back out for the second half. And when Roy went back on the field for that second half, the crowd had already invented a name for him. They laughed and they called him Wrong Way Regals. It truly did hurt Roy so very much. But during that second half of play, they saw a young man possessed with such determination that he was all over the field. Running, tackling, he even blocked a punt. But despite all his efforts, despite all of his hard, hard trying, sadly, Georgia Tech won the game by just one point. Regal's two-point safety had cost him the game. The season was over, and Roy Regal's was the national laughingstock in all of football. Wrong way Regals. He felt that his life was ruined, but he began to consider. And what happened to Roy Regals? What did he do? Did he go into hiding? Did he quit football forever? No. Here's where the most amazing part of this story can be told. The next year, Roy Regals did return to play football for the University of California. In fact he was voted to be captain of his team because of his hard work and great determination and get this that football season he played so hard so well that he was voted as the best center in all of college football and he earned the honor of all America American in the college football ring you see Roy Regals refused to let one mistake, one foolish act, ruin his life. Despite the mockery, he went on to live a normal life. He served in the U.S. Army Air Corps in World War II, and afterwards, he started his own successful chemical company. He went on to coach both high school and college football. And in 1991, Roy Regals was inducted into the Rose Bowl Hall of Fame. What a powerful story of courage and determination. But the part of that story that the deepest, strikes the deepest chord in me is the words of his coach at halftime. All Regals wanted to do was to hide and die. Anything. Just not go back out on that field. And what did his coach say? Roy, get up. Get up. Go back out there. The game is not Over yet. What about you today? Where are you in your own game of life? Do you feel like a failure? That you can't go on? That you've made such a mess of things that they can never be fixed? You can never be fixed? You can never be forgotten as the man who ran the wrong way? It may not be easy. It's not easy. But remember, if you're in a tough spot now, your game, your game of life, is not over yet. You see, life consists only part of what happens to you. The biggest part is what you do with what you have been given. So as you watch any of the big games, the Super Bowl, the Olympics, any of the local games, anything that you watch, Remember that these games are a picture of life and many times as we look back at what we did or didn't do correctly or maybe fantastically in a game, life is so much the same way. One game you may be carried off by the others as the hero in the others you may be walking to the parking lot as the one who caused your team to lose. But what we must never forget in anything we do in our game of life we must remember that our life is not yet over. That we must endure on and do our best because our life, the game of life is not yet over. So, we might have this We might have this, but we have to take what we've got and never, never quit. Never, never quit. My life is not over yet. What about yours? I'm Jerry Stewart. These podcasts come from my heart. I like to tell stories that make others feel it too in their hearts. I like to talk to people when they're down. Not that I'm glad that they're down, but I'm glad that I get the opportunity to maybe give them some small spark to lift them up. And That's what we need to do. What we need in our nation is more courage. And of course, you must understand that courage is comes from encouragement. So let us be able to receive encouragement from others. Let us be ready to give encouragement to others. If you like this uh, presentation, go over to my website, Jerry Stewart USA at YouTube. Become a subscriber and you'll get these. Every time one comes out, you'll get a notice and you won't miss any of them or you could go over to the podcast and and become a follower. Most of all, be watching for our upcoming new opportunity that we're putting together, new series of lessons that we're putting together for the children. It's called Teach the Children Well. Folks, the kids are growing up way too fast. Soon they will be our leaders. Do we want them to grow up with all that's in their memory bank as all the failures of our comp- country, all the falling down, all of the mess ups, all the things that have gone ro- gone wrong, all of the, the lying and all the double talk, or do we want them to remember the stories of our America, the good true, strong stories of how we never gave up and how America became the greatest nation in the world. And finally, if you've never given your heart to God, realize God is truly the one who has made our nation great. Those before us have followed Him and have done their best to walk in a way It honors Him. Let us do the same. See you next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.